Let's pray. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you. We give you all praise and honor and glory. Our hearts are open to you to hear your word. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 God bless you. Listen, if you noticed, uh, if you notice, you, you have your uh, uh, notes and they have holes in them now, you can purchase this and that way you can take it and put it in here amen. and you can have the whole year, all right, in your notes and, uh, you know, study it, amen? Because, you know, sometimes I see some profound things you just can't get right here. You have to go home and study it, so we thank you for that, all right? Turn your Bibles, and we'll get to it. Turn your Bibles to uh, Acts, the fourth chapter, verse 12. So you'll be there when we get there. May, you may have your seats. Thank you so much. We're in a series called The Faith Manual, and last week we didn't get through chapter 2. Today we're gonna, we'll get through chapter 2, but in quick review, uh, chapter 1, we talked about faith in God. We said 2 Corinthians 5, 7, so we are always confident, knowing that while we are at home in the body, we are... We are, we, we are absent from the Lord, for we walk by faith, not by sight, all right? And we say walk by faith means walk by faith in God, all right? So we're walking and living a life of faith in God. Somebody say faith in God. And so we said the three points last week is faith in God, it requires, it's required for relationship with God. Faith in God, is, it's required that you have relationship uh, uh, with him. Faith in God is required for relationship with him. Faith in God, it's putting your complete trust in him. All right, complete trust. I mean, complete obedience to what God is saying. Trust means assurance, patience, confession, reliance, and expectations. All right, all in God. So faith in God is uh, it's required for a relationship with him. Faith in God is putting your complete trust in him. So if I'm walking with God, what am I walking in? Faith, all right? And then what is faith? Complete what? Trust in him. All right, so we're walking today, if we're walking with God, and... and and uh, then you're walking in the unseen realm, and you're walking on based on what God said. Amen. Anybody seen heaven? Amen. And uh, let me let me let me let me give you a thing right here. Now, again, every every time if someone dies, it is painful. You got me. You got me. So I'm not negating that. I'm not saying that. But let me teach you something about how we walk by uh, sight, not by faith. We say you can say when someone close to us dies, we're sorry for your what. How would it sound if we said, you would not say, we're sorry for your transition. Christians believe they are transitioning into the presence of God. Amen. So really, I would say, man, I'm sorry for your transition. That wouldn't sound right, do it? Just a thought. And so, number three, it increases by hearing God's word, all right? Faith in God, how does faith in God increase? By hearing God's word. So if you're not reading and you're not here, you're not increasing in God, uh, faith in God. Okay, you got it? You got it? That means you're not, you're not increasing in your trust in him and your obedience in him. That's all it's saying. You got it? You got it? Faith in God is the why. Here's the why. Why do we have faith in God? Because it pleases God. I mean, God is gratified, satisfied, and delights in us when we do that. And then it matures you in God. It means it matures you in the unseen realm. All right? It matures you. You, you know, you, 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 know you, you start living outside of the scene realm, and you be, start believing in the unseen things, all right? And it develops that. And then it receives faith payments from God. And then God's going to pay you for your faith, all right? He's going to come through on your faith, whatever you believe in God for. And if God said it, he's going to put payment on it. God pays faith. You got it? He does not pay doubt. If any man doubt, the Bible says you counsel your payment. You got it? So you got to stay in faith. 
You got to be full-time faith because you're dealing with a full-time devil. Okay? You know, you can't have a part-time, all right? You can't look, walk around and see what you see and you can't deal, deal with the port. And it's developing your faith and relationship in God. So the three things we said to have faith in God is what? It's required for a relationship. It's complete trust in him. You got it? And it increases the more you hear it, the more you increase and develop it in God, all right? And then what's it going to do? Man, why am I doing this? Why am I walking my faith? Oh, it's pleasing God, all right? It's, it's pleasing God. I'm so, oh, God, wait. Now, now it's maturing me to look at the unseen things, like lost transition, all right? So it's a loss to the earth, but it's a transition in heaven. So I'm more heavenly conscious, right? You got it? And then, it was, uh, then I get payments on it. Then I see it coming back to me based on that faith, all right? Today, we're going to have faith in Christ. Now, what happens is this. So God says, I want you to have faith in me. But then God says this. I'm going to transition your faith, and I want you to put your faith in Christ. And so Christ is the example of how to walk by faith. So he says, I know you have faith in me, but, 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 but put your faith in Christ. And that'd be putting faith in me, all right? So now we want to talk about faith in Christ because faith in Christ means we have faith in God, you're right? Because he's our mediator. So we can't have direct faith in God. We have to have faith in Christ. Then we have faith in Christ. We are having faith in God at the same time. You got me? All right, so Acts 4.12, you there? Are you there? All right, let's read it. There is salvation in no one else under heaven by which we must be saved. Now, that's a, that's a controversy all by itself, okay? That means nobody can go to heaven besides Christ, all right? So that, that deals with a whole different thing going on. Right, you got me? But listen to this. Faith in Christ is putting your complete trust in the salvation that is in Jesus Christ. And the word salvation, now hear me now, that's, the word salvation means deliverance. Very, very important. All right? Deliverance. So saved means delivered. So that's why you get happy. Because what is he, he, he's delivered you from something. All right? In the Hebraic thought, it's deliverance. It's, what am I delivered from? Sin. Satan. And damnation. And so now we come to church because we're happy. But if you believe that, you got it? He delivered me from sin. Because you can't, see, because you're still living in sin, you don't feel delivered from sin. Right? You know I mean, you're still sinning, so you don't feel like you're delivered. But you are delivered, but you, you don't recognize it by faith. You get delivered by faith. We'll see. You got it? Come on, talk back to me. Hurry up. Come on. I ain't got time fooling with y'all this morning. Come on. <laughs> All right? Now, let me, let, me, let, me, let me show you something. Let me show you something. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to start going black and white with you. So you, I don't want you to get confused. Like, what do you say? What do you say? What do you mean by that? Right? Salvation in the Hebrew. Like, see, we can't think Gentile. We can't think Greek. We have to think what does the Hebrew thought to salvation. Right. There's three things that salvation meant to the Hebrews. It meant repentance. It meant to change your mind, to come from something, and direction. You got it? So when they said salvation, it meant to repent. It means God's going to, Exodus, think of Exodus. He's going to bring us out. Right. It means to turn from something. Yeah. Right? You got it? And then it meant devotion to God. I'm, I'm in sin. I repent, and I'm turning to who am I turning to? Right. I'm returning to God for devotion. So it's repent. So when you say salvation, if you say I'm saved, that means you must have repented. Right. You must have turned. So if I don't see no turning, you didn't repent. So it's easy to locate people. Are you judging me? No. The word repent means to turn. What did I turn to? I should see your devotion to God. The next thing is, is three things in salvation. You repent, change, you turn to God, devotion, and then you begin to do good works in God's name. So if you're saved, 
What three things should I see in your life? Which meant what? Man, you over here, you over here acting a fool. You know, you're all in the wrong bed and everything. You're just acting a fool, right? And then all of a sudden, you, you encounter the gospel, the Jesus Christ, what we're talking about, right? Then you, 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 get, you, you see it and you say, oh, I'm going to do what? Repent. And I'm going to do what? But where am I turning to? I ain't turning to you. I ain't turning to you. You're supposed to turn to God. And then you, you walk into God. You, now you have a devoted life to God to do good deeds and good works in his name. Jewish people understood that what salvation meant. It means I bring you out to bring you unto myself so you can do my mission on earth. That's what it means. So if you're not working for God, you're not saved. Or you're not carrying out salvation. Salvation is not repent, turn, sit. It's repent, turn, let me use you. So we should have no problems getting people to work in the church because they have repented, they've turned to God, they're devoted to God, and then God says, I'm going to do some good works through you. That's salvation. And if you don't have those three things going on in your life, you're not, occupy, you're not walking in your salvation. You got it? All right, so I just want to know where you are because I don't want you churching it all your way to hell. All right? Church don't mean, see, church don't give you salvation. Church supports your salvation. It don't give you salvation. We're here to support one another's salvation, but we can't give nobody salvation. That becomes you between you and God. So when you come up here and tell me, I believe God, I save God, then all I'm going to do is go watch your repentance, I'm going to watch your devotion, and I'm going to watch your works. And if, if, if most, most Christians today, sorry to say, don't have all three. Don't mean you might not slip into sin again, but you get in there and you're still convicted, like, man, what am I doing in this dirt? Let me get up out of here. And you get up out of it. All right? And you get back to work. Y'all don't hear me up in here. All right, so number one, faith in Christ saves us. Let's read Ephesians 2, 8, 9. Let's read it together. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and not, not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. All right? So grace is the source. Grace is the, is the favor and benefit and the power. Grace is given to the undeserving and the needy. When I was a sinner, I was undeserving. When I, when I became a saint or a Christian or a follower, I became the needy. Amen. When you ain't saved, you the undeserving get grace. But when you get saved, you are the needy. You're always going to need some grace. That's why the Bible says, uh, it says, come boldly to the throne of grace that you may obtain help. What it means is go to the throne of grace, favor, so you can get a benefit so you can reach this power in your life. That's what it's saying. I'm excited about this word this morning. All right, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and then it says salvation. By grace you have been saved, that's salvation. It's a gift. Right? I ain't got to work. That's wonderful. Christ did all, it, all I got to do, listen, all I have to do is believe what Christ has done. And God then accounts it for my righteousness. So when I say you holy, come on, you holy. Yes, you are. It's not earned, it's given. You can't be something that you're not. So that's why he has to give it to you so you can act it. So he says, be, not do. So you're trying to do something you're not being. You got to be, then you can do. So I got to be holy, then I can do holiness. But when I say be holy, you're talking about, I can't, because you're trying to do before you understand that you are be. You got it? 
So I be holy. Now I know I can do holiness, stumble in holiness, growing in holiness, falling over in holiness, but I'm going to keep on trying to do holiness because I know he made me holy. You got it? I'm a holy person. That means I'm sanctified under God for his use, for his good deeds. I do his job. Holy people don't lie. I'll listen to this, I'll listen to this, I'll listen to this, this thing. See, the, the church is hypocrites, man. Church, church, totally hypocrites. Just totally hypocrites. Just to, somebody say, we're hypocrites. Say it like you mean it. We're hypocrites. I'll listen to this preacher. Now, this is what we do. This is what we, 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 we get on sin. Some sin, we do sin, all that kind of stuff, right? Anyway, what are you talking about? Listen. The guy was preaching, and he was try, trying to defend or talk about uh, homosexuality. You know, everybody gets excited about homosexuality now. Everybody gets homosexuality. Oh, yeah, he said, now, God made a male and female, you know, and everybody, and then the church stood up, you know, because, you know, because you know, he was against same-sex marriage. Everybody stood up. That's the church. You ever notice we were talking about fornication? And if I did, nobody going to stand up. See, homosexuality came because we allow fornication. If we got to stop fornication, then you stop homosexuality. But see, if I say, God is against, see, if I say, God is against fornication, so, some, of you, some of you saints out there, you know you're getting something. You need to cut, cut that stuff out. You, you need to cut that stuff out. Everybody get quiet. Everybody going to get quiet. Everybody going everybody to look straight for <laughs> Ain't nobody going to stand. Ain't that right, Marie? Ain't nobody going to stand. Go preach, pastor, preach. <laughs> but if I say, God, he, he didn't call them Adam and Steve. Yes, sir, that's right, pastor. That's right. Tell it, pastor. Tell it. <laughs> you just a uh, hypocrite. Come on. That's a hypocrite. God don't like none of it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's all sexual sin. If you're fornicating before, before you get married, you're nasty. You need to get up out of it. And because you're holy, God didn't call you to that. Get up out of it. Put a ring before you bring. That's all God's saying. He wants you to get it, but just get a ring on it. That's all. He ain't trying to hold you back. Just get a ring on it. Put a ring on you and give all you want, 24-7. You got it. Just wait. Just wait. I feel God this morning. I mean, I, I can't help myself. I can't help myself. Get a ring. The more you give it to me, I'm a man. The more you give it to me, the more I'm going to delay that ring. I ain't got a ring if I'm already getting the Well, what I got to marry you for? We're doing, we doing what married folk do. You ain't got no more to give me. You gave me the best. You gave me the best that you got. And it ain't the right nature. You're going to see that, ain't you? You're going to see that, ain't you? Oh, I'm busting you. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. See, somebody get it when they go there. Anybody know? <laughs> Faith means is the means of the method in how I obtain. Faith is the method how I get this good stuff. I'm believing. You Listen, people. You can be right up, like I said before, I, ain't, I, ain't, I, ain't, I, I, I love all y'all, right? I love all y'all. Just get about that bed. But anyway, listen, you can be right up in that bed. I'm going to hug you, love you, and I'm just say, hey, listen, you, you're better than this, man. It's your mind, man. Just get up out of this, man. Okay? So you're, you're a holy person doing unholy things. You don't lose your holiness because you're doing that. You're holy, and God said, cut that out, man. So that's the, that's, that's the preface I'm saying is that, listen, you are this kind of person now. You're not that kind of person. Cut that out. You got it? And everything we're saying is really your benefit. Faith in Christ transforms us. You should be changed around here. Somebody say changed around here. Let's read together. Mark, first chapter 14 through 15. Now after John, let's read together. Now after John was put in prison, Jesus came to the Galilee doing what? 
preaching the gospel of the kingdom of God and saying the time is fulfilled, the kingdom of God is at hand, repent and believe the gospel. So what, what you come to church, what you need to do, I'm going to do what? Preach. That's the gospel. Then, I'm gonna ask, then you should need to do what? Repent. Repent means to be remorse, change direction to God, believe, transform. When you leave here, you should be transformed in some area. You got it? You got it? And see, well, I, I, missed the, I missed the point. I want to tell you about hearing. I'm going to talk about hearing. Hearing means you have to be attentive. All right? See, a lot of us on phones and all kind of stuff. You know, texting friends. You're not attentive. But you got to be attentive when you listen to the word of God. Then you have to be introspective. Is he talking to me? Don't get, don't get so insulted. Oh, you tell you, just picking on me. Nobody picking on you. <laughs> Trying to correct you through the word. Yeah. Introspective. And then it becomes subjective. Subjective means you choose now what you're going to do with this. So when we preach in the word of God, the first thing you need to be, Jesus said, pay attention. Right. Pay attention. That's why I got 25 minutes for you. Pay attention, 25 minutes. Get off the internet. Pay off. Pay attention. Whatever God's saying, be introspective. Get it in you. Think about it. Then be subjective. How does it apply in my life? That's hearing. And hopefully you come to the conclusion, I must obey God. So repent means remorse, change, and direction. Believe means transform con conviction. Convinced. See, some people can are convicted, but they're not convinced that they must be conformed to this. I'm convicted, but I ain't convinced I can do that. I just go to church, and they say, they say quit that. I say, I'm yeah, I know I'm convicted, man, but I'm not convinced I can live like that. Anybody, anybody with me? All right, so can we do both? Can I go to church and do? Can I do? And that most of us, we fall in that line. We just do go to church and do that. <clears throat> And believe, all right? Believe, once I believe it, Maurice, I transform. I'm a new person, right? And I begin to walk in my convictions, my convincing, and I'm conforming. Transform is inward. Conforming is outward. You see it. You, you can't be transformed. I don't see the conform. All right? Uh, somebody say, all right? The gospel brings us out this world, meaning the behavior and customs, and brings us unto God for devoted worship and good works. That's what it does. The gospel brings us out of the behavior and customs of this world and brings us unto God for devoted worship and good works. So you should look different. People, people in the world shouldn't think that. You, oh, you look like me. No, they're not going to say that. God brings you out to bring you unto himself. Listen, Exodus, deliverance. Leviticus, worship. Soon as he delivered them from an exodus, he brings them into worship. He brings them out to bring them unto himself. Now I got a people for myself. But the bad part about it, his people don't want him. He delivered us so he could have a people to himself. He can't talk to the world, but he can't talk to us. The world's not stopping on Sunday to come and hear God. You are. So who does he want to talk to? You. What a privilege, what an honor, off the chain. Oh my God, I should be blown away by this. Exodus 24, 7. Then he took the book of the covenant, let's read it together, and read it aloud to the people. 
That's, hey, this is what we do every Sunday. Pastor Dan, myself, all the other pastors, and everybody else to preach it. We take, the, we take the covenant. Let's read it. What do we do? Take the book of the covenant. Read it aloud. Now, they had, we don't read it aloud because we got microphones. In those days, they didn't have microphones. So I said, hey! You know, because they had to reach everybody. <laughs> you didn't think about that, huh? A little, re- little revelation, huh? To the people. Again, they all responded, we will do everything the Lord has to We will obey. That's all this, that's all this is, people. This, this ain't no fight between me and you. This is about open up the book. Look at what the book says. Got it. I need to repent because I ain't doing that. I believe it. That means I'm convicted, I'm convinced, and now I'm going to start conforming because I've been transformed inside. That's all that means. That's all it means, people, is that you come here, hopefully, to come in here to the Word of God. I can't understand people. The Bible says, oh, lift your hands unto the Lord. Why don't you lift your hands? See, that tells you, you you're not listening. <laughs> He's teaching me because I come from the world. I don't know how to worship you, God. So when I come to church, they teach me. Because I know God saved me. He brought me unto himself. So what does that mean? I worship him. So how do I do that? Oh, lift your hands. Okay. Dance before the Lord. Okay. Now, I, all I know is twerking. So help me. I know God don't want twerking. So how you twerk? I mean, I mean, not twerking. <laughs> How, how you dancing? Now listen, because you're going to bring everything you learn from the into the church. That's all you know. That's all I know. So you have to be retaught how to live life, people. That's all this is. It's not like getting on you, picking on you. They ain't picking on me. They ain't talking about me. Nah! Teaching you how to be a child of God. That's it. Listen, I got my wife and myself to worry about. And first, I, I got myself to worry about. I ain't got time to be running behind you trying to tell you what to do. I ain't that kind of person. The easiest church, now where we would be off the chain, just come up here and teach. Pastor ain't got no agenda. He's teaching the word of God. And I, all you need to do is what? Listen to it. Locate yourself. Either I'm confirming something or I'm convicting something. And all you do is, oh, man, I'm wrong. I didn't get that. Oh, my God. I'm not giving right. Oh, my God. He pets me. I get my money. No. What does the word say? God wants first. I'm teaching you how to. You, you don't know how to give to God. You don't know how to give to God. I'm teaching you how to give to God. I'm not trying to get money out your pocket. I'm trying to teach you how to give to God. We come on every Sunday to worship him. And we come. What a part of worship is giving. Because giving recognizes he is your source. So when somebody's teaching you something, they ain't trying to get nothing out your pocket. But they're trying to just teach you, mm-hmm. all right? And then you say, oh, wow, man, I got to read that. I got to do my part. Oh, wow, okay. That's all, people. That's all. That's all. That's it. So Exodus says, then, now here, here it says, read. It says, hear, read it aloud. It means attention, reflect, and receive. It means to believe. We will do. And then repent, we will obey. Now, in the Hebrew thought, in the Hebraic thought, mind and action was the same. Meaning if Maurice said, I believe, then action would follow. Action of the mind. Greek thought is, I got it, I ain't got to act on it. 
So I can believe in God, but there's no action from the mind. In Hebraic thought, then you don't believe. Because the mind must act on what's in it. Greeks, they would sit, they would sit around and philosophize. And I think God is like, I mean, they were just knowledge, knowledge, knowledge. But they didn't have to act on the knowledge. It was just knowledge. And that's what we got a bunch of people in the church now. They're just full of knowledge, but no action. That's why it says renew your mind. You cannot think from a Gentile mentality reading a Hebrew book. Hebrew said what's in the mind must be action or it's not real. So you say, I believe in God. Then trust follows. If it doesn't have, then it's not real in Hebraic. It may be real in the Greek, it may be real to you, but it doesn't it couldn't hold water in God. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The last thing, I love this one. What did the first one do? What's the first thing? Faith saves us. Next one is faith transforms us. So hopefully you've seen some transforming in your life and you're becoming more like Christ. You got it? You got it? You're going to come in here every time, you're going to transform, you're going to hear, you're going to believe, and then you're going to repent. You got it? The last one is, I love this one, faith in Christ aligns us. Because God is a biological doctor. You're going to like this doctor. God is a doctor with us. And so things have to be lined up to work right. All right? So if you ever look at the Bible, this, you can't tell me God didn't talk to these people. Because you look at the Bible, you can see certain things about it that says, God. That is awesome. That is totally awesome. Look, look at this. James 2.26 says this. Just as the body is dead without breath, so also faith is dead without good works. That means hands. Ecclesiastes 9.10. Whatever, you, whatever your what? Hand finds to do, do it with your might, meaning works. Got it? Got it? For in the grave where you're going, there is neither what? Nor knowledge, nor wisdom. So let me show you something. Let me show you something how this thing works. Let's show it. Heart, head, hands. That's what it's saying. Heart, head, hands. That's how you work. If your hands ain't on it, you ain't working in the church, because your heart's not in it. That's it. And it's not in your head. Amen. So your hands don't move. If you're not giving in the church, it's because your heart yeah. is not in it. Yeah. Your head is not informed, and your hands are closed. Wow. Yeah. So I can locate you anytime I want to. Right. Why aren't you giving? Because your heart's not in it. When Jesus said, these people worship me with their mouth, but their He always talks about, the Bible always talks about heart, head, hands. Your hands move based upon your heart. And your head. Your heart is the intimacy, the affection with God. Oh, God, I love you so much. I love you so much. And your head is informed of how to rightly relate to God. And then it should move your hands. So it's very important that I all be because you can have informed, but your heart's not in it. So people around here, you know, they do ministry things and they don't produce nothing because their heart not in it. It's a heart, it's a heart issue. Because the hands can't move what the heart don't say. Because faith aligns us. It aligns us with God, Martha. 
for my heart to get right. And then it lines us in his word so my head can get right. And then it moves my hands so I can start working. People who work at the church, they have an alignment of heart, head, hands. People who have hands but no head and heart, they will quit after a while because they don't know why they're doing it. It has to be all people. You have to align yourself. I love faith aligns us, man. It aligns us. First thing faith does in God is do what? Saves us. Second thing it does what? The next thing is it aligns us. So how, what's your alignment today? And see, a lot of y'all are not walking with God no more. Because, let me tell you, every thought needs a why to be executed. What do I mean by that? When you know something, you say why. If that thought is not explained by why, you won't do it. Every thought needs a why. And a lot of you are not moving because you don't have a why. Why do me and my wife, why would we do the things that we did in our life? Because Christ died for Nietzsche and Keith. So I no longer live for myself. I live for the one who died for me. That's my why. That's my motivation. That's my heart that's got in my head and got my hands going. Why do, why do uh, Keith and Nietzsche give all that we give? Because he has my heart. Because he told me my heart is where my treasure is. What do I treasure? What do I value? God. So that's where my heart would be. One last time you up your giving. See, some, some, some people, see, see, that means you ain't walking in faith. Because God's never going to have you stagnant. Right. I, all they, see, the, the church faith is this. All they want is tithe and $100. I got that. That's walking with the church. One last time God spoke to you about your systematic giving that he wants to erupt with spontaneous giving. Sacrificial giving. We try to prove out, listen, people, it's all God's, not yours. So you got confused because you paid top 10%. You gave God something back. No, all of it's his. All of it's his. The breath that you don't pay for is his. The ground that you work on is not here. Nothing. The house you buy is here. Everything is his. So I don't understand why it's so hard to give to God beyond tithes and offerings. I don't understand that. Walking with faith with God. I'm just saying. I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm going to leave you this. I'm done. Let me, let, me, let me leave you with this tidbit. The key, the key, how I raise my kids. And if you ever listen to me, how I bless your kids here. If you ever listen to me. And it'll help you locate your kids. By faith. All my life, me and my wife, this is what we did. Seven things. Three things you hear a lot, or four things you hear a lot on the baby. You'll, you'll start recognizing, okay? What did I say? Heart, head, hands. Brittany, Brandon, Bryson. We always prayed, first of all, for open heaven. Heaven, always be open to them. Then we said, hear. May they always hear from you. Then we said, head, may they be able to understand your word, to have a hunger for your word. Then we said, heart, let them have a heart for you. Then we said, health, keep them healthy. Then we preached this, hedge, and I, I prayed for, for my grandkids, put a hedge around them. Make sure no one comes in that's not supposed to be there. All our life, we prayed for them in these areas. 
all their life. That they would hear, they, they would be able to hear God. And the result is, I see it today. But, check this out. But when I'm talking to them, I can always locate where they at because of the seven things. If I'm talking to Bryson, he says, I don't know what I'm doing. God, he needs to hear from me. If he's out there running around and he's out there and, 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 and all them groupies and everything like that, I say, God, keep that head around me. Don't let him get out that head. Don't let nobody get in that head. You got it? And then I say, heart. I say, let him always have a heart for you. All of them, always have a heart. So I pray for my grandkids like that. So I can always locate them when I'm, I'm talking to them, I'm listening to them. I can always say, okay, God, give them a heart. They, they can't hear you. They can't, they can't hear you. Get, touch, touch the ear, God. Keep heaven open. If they start going like this, put a hedge, put a hedge around. Put a, don't let nobody get, get, watch it, watch it, watch it. Where everybody can get shot on the corner but you, that's a hedge. That's a hedge that somebody had on them this week. Everybody gets shot and die but you. That's a hedge. That's a hedge, people. Seven things. I'm just trying to help you. You can do what you want to do. I pray for my kids. I got results. I was just talking to Bryce the other day, right? And see, I see my prayer working. He said, God, he said I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this. He said, but you know what? No matter how, somebody answer the phone. No matter how. He said, no, now, now check this out. Now he's getting ready to get to, to the top of his profession. All right? All right? Yeah. But he said, he said, he said, you know what, God? He said, you know what, Daddy? He said, if God don't want me here, he said, I'm listening to God. How long he want me to do this? What have I been praying for that boy all day? Always here. Never chase money. Chase God's purpose. We prayed that for them. That he's not moved by his position. He just wants to hear. How did he get that? His parents prayed all his life that his heart, his head, and his hands will always put their hands on the things of God. Did you receive this morning? God bless you. Stand up.